Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring, and motivating life changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion, and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to the Prosperity Project. Welcome to episode 14 How to Start and Balance a Side Hustle with a full-time job. Matthew, how's your week been? <laughs> My week's been pretty good. Been busy I thought we'd stuff. just start the podcast like this because we did it last episode and I thought it was really nice. <laughs> it's been very good. I finished off one of my projects. Mm-hmm. So I have a little screen that's connected to my Sonos system that's that right. shows some alma and it wasn't working properly. Is that only last week? No, we've been doing that longer than that. No, I did the first part of the project <laughs> the first time, but it okay. wasn't quite doing what I wanted. Anyway, there's a video on the Kempson house mm. imminently. Is that, that our YouTube was, channel? That's one of our YouTube channels, yes. And also, no, you're not showing it on Mama Furfa, are you? No. You're showing other no, stuff. I'm showing other stuff. Anyway, yeah. on the Kempson house, you can see all about that project. That's one of the things I spent my time with, as well as, and if you watched the Kempson house, you would have seen, basically building a ton of lego super mario sets yep 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 that was something fun we did at the weekend so videos that just went live as we record this podcast we basically went into lego and we're both we're both huge fans of lego mario the concept that they were going to bring out and so we ended up getting every set (laughs) which was which was super super fun we wouldn't have no way spent that kind of money normally on lego but it's been incredible hasn't it the boys have really enjoyed the sets they're really fun really interactive so if you fancy checking out that video we would love for you to go over um in terms of my week thanks for asking matthew um no it's been a super week hasn't it i'm trying to think what's been the major thing we we actually been out as a family a bit more for the first time i think since lockdown started because we went and got the lego we also went to the zoo with the kids which was really nice i think there'll be a video about that forthcoming too (laughs) it's like any opportunity to film yeah so we actually properly in the past week i think we had a number of days where we went out you know we pre-booked tickets so it it was really nice Um, we haven't had very good weather unfortunately the proper school holidays with the kids so getting a couple of days to do family stuff has been really good for the soul so let's dive into this week's topic okay and it's one of my personal favorites why because i'm living it right now how do you start and balance a side hustle whilst working full-time now interesting thing before we dive in with some of the key points strategies and my my own learning and your learning Matt as well from the experience of doing both I'm still doing both we actually as we release this podcast um, I'm going to put out on the Mama Furfur channel as well a video showing a day in the life how I balance day job kids Matt looking after the kids and helping out and obviously like kind of side hustle stuff as well and at the exact same time there's going to be a link in the description of my video taking you to Matt's releasing a video on the Kempson house showing his point of you is that not right that's right and that's where you can see my little technology thing that i've been doing <laughs> and your day in the life oh and my day as well a typical other day that yeah exactly so if you are listening to this podcast as it launches the same day you can see those two videos on our channel so let me just start off by saying a little bit about how I actually got started with side hustles whilst also having a full-time job. I'm not going too much into detail because I think we're going to cover in a future episode the exact kind of layout of how I got started in side hustles. But basically what happened was kind of got into the world of blogging and YouTube whilst I was still on maternity leave. And that was that was four years ago now when Sam was born and even before, I think, while I was pregnant. And just since then, I've had this kind 
an off and on relationship with different side hustle ideas, predominantly Mama Furfur and a blog and Instagram, very organic. But it's really been in the past, would you say two years properly that I've probably had something tangible as a business working with my day job? I think it's probably been two and a half years now. Time really does fly and you don't realise. But yeah, along the way, things have started off in one way, other little thoughts and ideas have mm. kicked in. Yeah. But this is yeah, one, I one think, that stuck. <laughs> I think this Mama Furfa has been around for about two and a half years yep. in the format that it's in now. Exactly. And so that has obviously been a YouTube channel, a blog, and my background, my day job is in IT sales. So I'm an engineer by degree. I've worked in IT sales probably for oh. 14 years there or something that's what I've always loved to do and so that's my day job that's something I do Monday to Friday I have a flexible working schedule where I can kind of have balance with life but ultimately it's you know same as everyone else 37 and a half hours of a day job doing that now as a result of that I've obviously had to balance my mama for first stuff and our work together as well round the day job um, and so like Matt you've pretty much been on board from the word go with supporting like the development of all the technology but even just helping me develop the business strategies and everything it's very much a partnership here isn't it? Well I think that you are definitely the face and the ideas of the brand <laughs> but I, behind the scenes a lot of the tech staff a lot of the discussion about maybe the higher level direction mm. and the strategic view of it we've now. always shared haven't we and yeah. brainstormed together and and taking this business we shared last you know a couple of weeks ago so mama Furfur in june as we were making this podcast a little bit earlier before it had its first five figure month of income and it looks like well july we did hit it again didn't we july did hit it yeah, yeah. we broke five figures interesting as we are making this podcast for august 2020 you know i really think we'll smash it again and i don't even know if we're going to seriously smash it or not so this is what we're now seeing the consistency with this being it it outpays my day job categorically i don't i don't earn five figures with my day job so this is now a serious business and player in our life so today's podcast i really want to give the best insight the best strategies that i've become aware of in the past couple of years and probably from matt's side as well how he's also been able to you were working the corporate life yeah absolutely i was for the first year or so of this particular chapter yeah it's been about a year and a bit isn't year and a half I always forget it goes so quick but yeah the past year and a half you've always been at home predominantly but you've been part of the growing and the nurturing so it's going to be a super interesting discussion I think so I'm going to get started on the first thing that really helped me and the best advice I can give you if you want to start a business whilst you're working full-time and I think there's a real urgency right now so let me put my money hat on if I was your money coach and you're listening to this podcast as your out running or walking I would say to you if you have only a day job you're probably the least secure you can be in terms of income if you have one source of income only now that could well be you know you go to work like me it could well be perhaps you've got buy to let properties as your only source of income one source of income nowadays gives you no security it's very different from 30 40 50 years ago with our parents and grandparents growing up so if I can encourage you to really think outside the box if that is you right now think 
about ways that you could maybe start to build additional incomes. It's super easy. I can talk for hours on lots of different income strategies and we probably will on a podcast because I love about money. But you have to get clear from that starting point, what is the business that you want to go in? So let's say your Joe blog or Jenny blog, you know that you're working away, you know that you want an additional income to get the balance in life. Maybe even do more things that you can see in your future. What is the business that you think you can excel in? Get crystal clear on what you think your talent could be to give to others, because ultimately that's what a business is. Talent, service, something physical. And also I want you to think about, is the change of lifestyle that that would then open up, is that the thing you're actually craving? Is it that you're just bored of your day job and actually probably changing that or changing hours might also tick a box? Or is it really that you want to be your own boss and design a lot of flexibility? So you need to understand why you want a side hustle. Huge, huge. So I have a slightly different view to you as far as um, the nine to five and security. I think that if you've been able to build a buffer in your bank account oh, nice. so you can okay, last nice. a few months. Yep, yep, I see. Then a, actually, a new opportunities fund, we call it, new opportunities. So if you find yourself in a challenging situation employment-wise, if you have the money to allow yourself to last or you can cut your expenses somewhat to be able to get through Absolutely. until you get another job, nine to five and only nine to five works for a lot of people and not because of it's what they've been tuned into doing or conditioned to have Mm. but actually they enjoy what they do they enjoy the interactions with the people around them and they have a balance that when they come home from work they want to do whatever it is that they do and they don't want to clutter that life Mm. with other hustles other activities so there's nothing wrong we're doing the nine to five, but I would say, as you as you mentioned, that there's less security nowadays. Absolutely. So build yourself up a buffer fund if you don't already have one, yep. so that you can survive. But if you do want a side hustle, as you mentioned, I think you need to think about why. Are you looking to free up more of your time? Are you looking to increase your income? Are you looking to do something that you enjoy significantly more? Yep. Until you know why. The challenge you can have is that you fall into a lot of traps and habits which Mm, don't align with your why. You bring yourself another job, basically. (laughs) Exactly. So you can get in a situation where you're doing more time and more effort on this side hustle and it becomes maybe your full-time job eventually and it ends up more of a burden and more of a stress on you than the original job you were trying to replace. Exactly. So it's important to know your why and then to check in with it at frequent occurrences as you're moving forward to make sure that what you're doing is aligned with that why because it's very easy to get excited and get lost in maybe a little bit of success or a little bit of recognition and say oh I like that I want more of it Mm. and then you can end up working a lot of hours being very busy Mm. and also having the stress maybe that comes with that and it might not align to your why if your why is working less hours spending more time with your family or being able to travel or whatever it happens to be but if you're working 10 12 hours a day that's probably not going to align with that why so always be clear on that what are you actually trying to achieve before you get started and then ask yourself as you go along the way are the actions i'm taking aligned with that why are they helping me achieve it Absolutely. And I think from personal experience, what happened in my mind was my why was sharing the experiences and knowledge that I had found with others so that they might not feel pain. Like, I don't think... So when I started Mama Fur Fur, 
it wasn't because I wanted a secondary income. Yes, it was obviously lovely to think that it could. Like I, I very particularly focused on ways that I could get paid for the information. So YouTube, obviously being free content, but eventually could be monetized. Thinking about books, spreadsheets and products. And that was strategic because I felt those tools were missing. But also, where was the best use of the knowledge that I could send out there and help people? And so when you are thinking about that business idea that you're going to try in your spare time, you have to be very clear on the problem that you're going to solve for your customer or your you know your client your viewer even if it's content creation what are the problem areas the way that people are feeling that you're going to solve and that's where you get the amalgamation of really supercharging your business idea with the passion and often it is from a past experience or some kind of pain point that you've solved or the opposite being some pleasure that you want people to experience but that's the real crux of it figure out why you want this income okay it's for more stability more freedom brilliant less time exchange for money totally on board with okay now can you put the passion truly into your product because as being let's say eventually if you are an entrepreneur down the line full time you're going to need grit you're going to need resilience you're going to need also that passion that was exciting at the start when things felt a bit new and easy you're going to need that down the line also, that passion piece, I think people recognize, especially if you're doing something like video, blog, podcast, anything where people get to see your personality through it. If you don't have a passion for what you do and a joy for it and joy for the sake of doing it and knowing that the outcomes outside of the financial are actually fulfilling you in some way. If you mm. don't have that, I think people start to see through it mm. and then you struggle to gain the traction in the following and everything else you want, which will then include the finances further down the line. Mm. So I think you need to find something and it doesn't need to be informational. You can do, there's lots of channels which are very just cheesy entertaining <laughs> stuff that have got millions and millions of followers no real purpose to them, no education piece or anything, happy. but they just make people happy. It's a great way to spend your time. Mm. And that's okay. You don't need to be trying to do something that feels like it's valid in some way that you'd want to put it in your CV. <laughs> it just needs to be something that you're actually passionate about, that you feel other people will enjoy or gain something from. Mm. And then just do it for the joy of doing it. And then eventually the money should follow. Absolutely. Something that just jumped in my head as well. If you're going to start a side hustle, please don't jump about too much either. Like commit to something for about three or six months at least before you fully understand, is it something you want to do long term? I think too many times we see the concept that we really resonate towards, oh, you know, I could sell ebooks or I could do that. But you don't actually give it long enough to see if it's some, nothing easy ever was an overnight hit. And so for me, that leads me on to my next point. Get super clear from the of the priorities that you want from this extra income in your life, okay? So is it becoming your own boss, not exchanging your time for money, basically creating the schedule you want? Because the kicker of that is you get to work when you want, you get to be with your family, you get to do other things when you want, okay? So get clear on the purpose for having this additional, maybe a load in your life, very temporary. Start with the end in mind. One of the secrets of visualization and anyone who's achieved goals always said, you focus on the goal and work backwards. So the goal could well be, as we've talked about, you don't want to be an employee in a system. The goal actually should be that your business that you're designing allows you the freedom, well, to maybe take a month off and go traveling if you want 
want, that it could be keeping a machine going in the background. Other people could run it for you perhaps and over a month that time has then allowed your business to grow without you in it. So I think a lot of your examples are based around how we work and what we do. Mm. But also there will be people that enjoy the business, enjoy the work. So if we take video content, for example, you like being able to produce a video, Mm. put it online (laughs) and you can film it whenever you like. You can make it live whenever you like. You can do as many as you like and you could go two or three weeks without recording yeah, any no one to answer to. and yet they still get released because you've managed to phase it. <laughs> but there are plenty of people that make a lot of money in online streaming mm. and they will do live streams and they'll be there for eight hours a day. We saw about yeah, someone yeah, yeah, recently yeah, yeah. and therefore Pokemon, that... I think it was, I can't remember the girl's name. But it was a full-time job. She mm. had a team doing other things um, to help. But basically she was on eight hours a day, every single wow. day, live streaming. So she's not looking for necessarily the same lifestyle as we are. Mm. And that's the thing you've also got to think about. What's right for one person, what their goals are and what they're trying to achieve. You want to be able to work in a way that you do the things Mm. as and when you want to. And people can receive them and enjoy them and gain information as they want to. Someone else might be happy just being busy, Mm. but busy doing something they would rather do than a standard nine-to-five day job in an office doing something (laughs) that doesn't excite them. Exactly. And the next point for me is, from my learning experience, as I still am working full-time and balancing the side hustles, making that grow, is I've got to have some kind of schedule. And that usually means that I have to chat and catch up with Matt couple of times throughout the day and just go right okay I'm gonna and I I usually do this kind of brain dump on a Sunday where I'll get out my iPad or just a bit of paper and mark out okay all the important stuff to do with my main job make sure all the calls everything to do with the blocks of time I need to do that then in my lunch breaks or when we have to do it we've talked about this before we're making a podcast at nine o'clock at night because it's both you and I it's important the kids are in bed and it's the only opportunity we can't do it during a lunch break because the kids are around or you know pre kind of breakfast so we tend to get together at some point during the start of a week usually weekend and mark out the rough idea of when I'll film because maybe you'll help me set up the camera equipment I I have to have some kind of rough schedule so I obviously with being a content creator predominantly I also coach and things like that I do social media but that can be very you know in the background I can do that in the mornings whenever but I have to know that I've got sunlight to create videos. I also have a rough schedule of how many times I like to post on YouTube and create content. So these are all factors that I've set my own parameters for. The great thing though is being my own side hustler boss, you know, if there's opportunities where I can't make those two videos I want to, it just doesn't happen. Your life could get in the way, but I try to batch things so I'm ahead of time. But it's all about working out the quadrant two actions for me and that quadrant two in the kind of diagram of how you split your time basically means it's important but not urgent so it's not got a fixed time period so for me that's anything that I can achieve over the course of a week it needs to happen but very flexible so like if we didn't record this podcast tonight we could have done it tomorrow night you know very transient it wasn't like it needed to be out because everybody's waiting at a certain time for it to be delivered whereas with your day job you tend to have those pressures of important and urgent so I I very much believe this is something I've developed over my side hustles 
I am a bit lazy in that I always seek for maximum efficiency with the least amount of effort. So I kind of think there's a sweet spot for my own business life where if I'm working a day job, I really don't want to be doing any more than 10 hours a week total on my businesses. Now that always doesn't happen. Maybe, you know, for example, editing a video will take longer, but I try and schedule it and I work with Matt to maybe get a two-hour block at some point during each working day that I can dedicate to research or a podcast or creating a video or editing. And that works for me. And the great thing is I'm setting the standard for how the business is going to function. So if I wasn't working a day job, it should be that those 10 hours support life just the same. So as you said, routine and scheduling are very important and we've got better at it and continue to improve. Although I think we've got everything pretty much tied down to the way it really works for us. But those are so key Mm. to be able to make a side hustle a success. Do you not think that the kind of constant communication between us now I know we don't get it perfect all the time I'm sure I drive you and bar me sometimes but I think that does help I usually kind of say look this is my flow state can I try and do this and we we do kind of collaborate between each other quite well don't you think absolutely and I think the reason for that is we're both aligned on the why (laughs) if you go back to the original thing what's your why align everything to the why and Mm. check against it as you go along if you're both aligned, if you can both see where you want to head, then that helps. I think if you're in a position where one person is trying to do things that they enjoy a mm. little bit and the other person's just happy with a day job and can't see where this is going, yeah. doesn't maybe yeah. have belief that it can be something more, then you have a challenge and potentially a conflict of how time should be spent and where priorities are. But if you are both aligned, mm. then working as a household and trying to make things work, prioritizing your tasks and activities, I think that that's key. So not only is it the scheduling, scheduling is a challenge, but can be sorted. But mm. prioritization is also a challenge too. The reason being is you'll often say to yourself, I want to record X number of videos and this thing and mm. that thing. Mm. And then what I often do is come back to you and say, right, well, let's actually break it down. Let's not <laughs> clump three videos together. <laughs> Absolutely necessary is, let's say, one video. <laughs> then another task, then another task, then another video kicks in at point number four. <laughs> and then you have maybe one or two other things next. Then maybe you have that third video. And what you can do is then you can see that if your week allows it, <laughs> you get to record all of these things and do these tasks. But if nothing else, you get those priority things done Mm. and you make sure they're finished so that you don't feel as bad if you don't get down to (laughs) item number five, six or ten or however long your list is. So it's absolutely about making time and scheduling. Ideally, you set yourself a certain amount of time a day or a certain amount of slots per week that you work on these side hustles. But also then you make sure you prioritize what's going into those Mm. so that if you were more efficient or something took less time than you expected, then you've got a big enough list that you can work through to move you forward. Absolutely. But also if you get held up with a few things or life just doesn't flow the way you wanted, at least when you have had time, you've attacked those things that are most important to you. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And another great tip here, just kind of brainstorming as you were speaking there as well. I love to do a brain dump. There's this great technique called Million Dollar Day as well. It really helps. And I'll just like throw everything that's those random stuff that's not important that fills up your brain. If you have a big list that's called a Million Dollar Day, the whole point is like once a month or once a week, you give yourself a couple of hours or the whole day and basically try and clear everything that's not important, not urgent, but you know, it's the back of your mind so for example like grooming the cats once a month is kind of important making sure they're okay but it doesn't matter when it happens so that's another great technique the other thing that's been really interesting to see from my own experiences you know I've had to really learn a couple of different ways some businesses that didn't work got experience in my past where I've done things for a couple of years I've done things for six months and they haven't ignited me or taken off and such they've been learning curves and I think it's important if you are thinking about doing the balance of side hustle and day job Make sure as well that the date hustle you pick, research fully that you have the commitment to actually give it a go. You know enough about the product you want to offer. You know enough about the people you want to help. You know as well enough about the tools that you'll need to do that. So the great thing is a lot of businesses can be online, but actually know the numbers. So for example, I'm very wary when anyone seems to broadcast side hustle ideas that are going to cost me money to start up. Because internet and the way of life, like Mama Farfar was started, I think my domain name was like four nine one ninety nine. I want to say one ninety nine when we started. Domain name was very cheap. I was already on hosting because I've always liked my own domain yeah, name for my that. emails. <laughs> so therefore, we had the I think hosting it was in there, cheap like and that. it was a five pound domain name or something similar, but. When you're talking about, even if it's £15, mm. £15 a year for a domain. No, is, exactly, is right, no it's all deal. relative. But also, to be fair, that was for the blog piece, for the mm. YouTube channel. It's free. You just had an email address, <laughs> that cost you nothing. Exactly, and you use Canva. So if anyone's also sites, you know, selling side hustle ideas and say, oh, you've got to buy this system, you've got to, you know, a little bit wary, please, a little bit to like a pyramid scheme for me to feel comfortable with but make sure you know you know your numbers to start so is your business going to take zero to kick off because the chances are you might not make any money for the very first month four months are you prepared to give it a go so that's something I'm always very passionate about another great thing to think about is you know can you use free stuff as well when you want to start this so if you're doing your day job you also don't want the worry that the longer it takes you to try this side hustle idea you're racking up extra admin fees are coming out your pocket you want it to be if it maybe life gets in the way and you can't do something every night or every week you won't feel guilty in the pressure give it the space to breathe so that's another huge thing so when i think about people starting side hustles the challenge you often have is people are waiting for the right time or the right amount of money so for example let's say someone's looking for a youtube channel well, I can't do it because I've seen this person and they've got this camera and this microphone and it's cost £1,500 for all of this setup. I don't have that, so I've <laughs> got to wait for this. Or I'm not knowledgeable enough right now. I don't have everything laid out in front of me, so therefore I need to wait until I furnish myself with all mm. information. Mm. And the challenge is that because of those goals can seem so far away, you actually never get started and you never get round to starting off the process mm. of doing something. And I think that what needs to happen is you need to just say, right, what's the bare minimum I need to get going? Mm. Mm. And whatever it happens to be, what knowledge do I need to furnish myself with and get on with it? Most people fail 
not because they're ill-prepared. Mm. It's actually because of they don't start. The failure is just <laughs> not beginning in the first place. If you're looking at a side hustle of any sort, just begin mm. and then get yep. it wrong a bit. But <laughs> you will suck. Your first video, your first 100 videos will suck. But if you're making videos, they're going to suck. If you're making a podcast, unless you've done other types of content, mm. it's not going to be as good as it could be. Your first website design isn't going to be as good Absolutely. as it might be a couple of years down the line. So you aren't going to be great and you're going to fall down along the way. But you know what? You're better off falling down with really cheap and easy to replace <laughs> equipment or stuff that you already have. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you find that you do something and you don't enjoy it as much as you'd like. Because mm, mm. not only potentially have you wasted your time waiting to buy particular equipment or to be armed with particular knowledge, but also then outside of that time and that money and everything else spent, then also you didn't enjoy it. So you've really double wasted. Absolutely. So just get started and then you'll find your flow or you really will decide it's not for you. Mm but just get moving. Absolutely. And a critical thing for me, balancing between day job and side hustle. For my day job, the job that I do, I don't need to be in flow state. So let me explain what I mean. So flow state means I don't really need to be creative. I don't really need to engage those parts of my brain to think about designing a new product, think about innovative ways I can deliver a message or a thought, things like that. For my side hustle, I do need to be in those flow stages. I just can't fake it. You know, if I've got to come up with new concepts or products, ways to help people, I just can't copy what someone else is doing or go through a system, you know, like an equation. I've got to be in that state where I'm tapping into true inspiration and developing something. So one of the key other things to balance those two sides of my life is I've had to create habits and really look at also the way my body is, is kind of reacting to normal life when I am working to then optimize when I can be in those creative sessions for my side hustle. So if your side hustle is doing something creative, if it's not, that's fair to do. But if, if you need your body and your mind to work in a certain way, start to really pay attention to when you're most likely to be in those states and try and do your side hustle in those moments. So for example, for me, I have been for the past a wee while getting up quite early but between five and half five roughly and I'll sit and I'll you know think and I'll re read something good and positive and then I'll go work out I find that if I work out and then do my day job for a little bit I then when it comes around to that lunchtime session I'm ready to then be on camera I'm ready to then be creative if it's mapping out a video or something like that if you want me to map out a video at night I'm probably not best prepared like doing a podcast is super fun at night because it's you and I just gabbing away and talking but I've got notes prepped and you know we've gone through it we kind of know the gist of it so very much listen to your body when are your ideal states for the object and the the jobs you want it to do and not only do you need to listen to your body and your mind, but you've also got to look at the flow of the household. If your kids wake up and they're just bananas first thing, and especially <laughs> if you don't wake up prior to the children, maybe you wake Are you up. You're talking as from they experience. <laughs> Well, Matt's not an early morning. I'm not an early morning person. <laughs> you do for a podcast though. I do for a podcast. It. So if the kids are waking me up, jumping on me first thing in the morning, arguing with each other about who's got space in the bed and This who is not hasn't. real life, of course. <laughs> it's not real life. Well, a little bit. But the thing is, I'm not going to be in a position in that time 
to then go and do something creative or to give the best of myself. No, exactly. So I think that anybody that's got kids or pets or anything or a day job that will serve you with gripes and stresses mm, and yeah. whatever else during the day, then you've got to work out when the optimal times are for you. For some Absolutely. people, it'd be in the morning. For some people, it might be in the evening or somewhere during the day. And you don't necessarily have to stay up late or wake up early to make things happen. But you'll know the flow of your house and where people are at their quietest and at their most boisterous. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the challenge is to work out when you are in the best possible state totally. to do the things that you want to achieve. Totally. That's a great point. Never even thought about that. You're right. It's totally dependent. That's why we kind of speak about when I'm likely to need creative time. And also, it's not just me. You know, Matt's a creator as well. He's working on our family channel a lot of the week. You're working on this podcast. So it, it's a tag team. I can't really get away from that. Very lucky that our family, but right now especially, we've got the boys all the time through as we come to the end of quarantine and everything opening up a little bit. And so maybe my creative sessions are more when the boys could be on iPads or watching a bit of a film or something, you know, that little bit of quiet time engineered for a specific well, purpose. I, I think your quiet time generally comes after you've had that surge in the morning of people mm. being energetic and awake. They've had something to eat and they've had a bit of a play for a while and then they're just in that lull before lunchtime and then a long lunchtime as well. Those are your best times to do something and that's when you can be most focused on your day job that's also when you can focus on your side hustle so i think that those is working out the flow of your own house and Absolutely. we're quite lucky we know when that is mm. um so definitely about the hour before bed that's not the time to do anything <laughs> people have I'm no energy yeah. and yet they're just crazy <laughs> <laughs> so that's not the time to do anything, yeah. but you know that and therefore you don't try. It's not even, you never even suggest, oh, you know what, about <laughs> six, half six. Let's do it. Great That'll be good. Exactly. And and that's what everyone I think needs to be aware of. Mm. Is not just where you are mentally and physically in yourself, mm. but also just the flow of the house, understand it, and then you can make things work for you. Absolutely. And my next thing was really sensing about celebrate the milestones that you achieve as a side hustler. So having a side hustle with a day job, even though you try to control the amount of hours you might have, it is really incredible the things you're doing to make sure you've got additional incomes in your life. It's not the normal. It certainly wasn't the normal 20, 30 years ago. You'd have to work very hard jobs, you know, go out and do a shift somewhere else. It wasn't just make it from your own home. So celebrate those with, you know, people around you. Even just getting a journal and writing it down and saying, you know, I've achieved one sale. I always, that's my absolute love when anyone gets, and I do this as well when I think of a new product the moment that one person buys your product or buys your book or buys your course celebrate it first thing somebody's given you their money for it which is incredible the second thing is you've solved a problem but also make sure you're celebrating before you get to the point where maybe you have the authority to make money make sure you're celebrating that you've managed to maybe tick a few things off a task list in a week that you've learned to find that time, you've learned to schedule, you've learned to build a routine that allows you to do these things and really celebrate just the smaller things because yes, for some people and for a lot of people, if you're starting a side hustle, it's about the money you bring in and hopefully that gets to a point where you don't need your day job anymore or maybe it's just a supplement to the day job. But 
make sure that very much in the early stages that you're finding other elements to celebrate. Absolutely. So if you're producing video content, then wow, look at me. I produced two videos this week and I'm happy with the quality of them. And you just keep celebrating and being pleased with the things that you can control. Mm, Absolutely. And along with that is set goals that are not just money-based. Like you just touched upon that, like hitting one piece of content created or speaking to one person about your business and don't let them overwhelm you. You know, especially when you've got a day job for that security element of paying the bills, keep everything very fun with your side hustle. Use fun and intuition and guidance to something that then could open up to be much, much bigger in your life. You know, don't think that you have to punish yourself or criticise yourself if you don't achieve things quick enough. Go with the flow. Maybe it's a learning curve. Right. I think we should finish this off with some top (laughs) tips. You love top tips. I love a top tip, don't I? Right, go on. What are they? Let's get through. Okay, you ready? Number one, don't be afraid to try. There we go. (laughs) I think that's really the only tip. No. Number two, work less but smarter okay so that's just making sure you utilize your time are you going to heckle every single point this is quality gold here (laughs) schedule your time and use it for the task at hand absolutely number three do not copy what everyone else is doing okay this also ties in with somebody is teaching that hard work is the only way to be successful i'm here to tell you if you listen to this podcast your prosperity is guaranteed your prosperity is your version of success happiness money it's not our version you have complete control and i know you will succeed at that however hard work 12 hour days on a side hustle is not the only solution it's one that's advertised by a lot of people but it is not the only way to get it It's also one that potentially could get you somewhere a little bit faster. But again, go back to your why. Because ultimately, if you ignore the end game and you look at the journey, you should be living your why on the way to the goal rather than saying to yourself, I'll be really, really busy so one day I can rest. How about you try to do things in a way that it's structured that if this was what you had to do for the rest of your days you'd be delighted. Absolutely. Brings us on to number four. Figure out the key movers in your business and do them. So that ties into what are some of the things that only you could actually do and you enjoy doing. Everything else is then just fluff on the side. Like you don't need to be on Instagram five times a day. Be on Instagram once a day or once every two days. So think about the key indicators like um, for me as a content creator and a coach, I'm the only one who can show up and film a video. I'm the only one who can show up and coach someone so concentrate on the key movers of your business first of all whilst you're balancing life i'm not sure about that i featured on a few of your videos <laughs> and i think i do a good job you're very well and i worked in finance and then the last tip and strategy i'm going to say the same cycle that i go through when it's to do with money in your life and that is do the cycle of declutter Look for what you want, set some goals. If anything doesn't feel right, complete the cycle. If everything, if it feels at a balance still, keep going through. You do this with your money. You get rid of money areas that you're spending in that don't give you joy. Trust me, the mortgage does need to be paid. You can't remove it, so we can't take that away from you, sadly. But things that don't bring you joy in your money could be subscriptions or gym memberships that you don't enjoy. Eating out. Eating, well, eating out. Maybe eating, excessive eating out, right, eat, if it's not Excessive takeaways you. and eating out, yeah, yeah. I 
think but you can get be the idea yep. exactly so you declutter you look for things that feel good and you keep evaluating do that with your time as a side hustler if this ends up being a, a way to a, a better life for you or something more suited to your skills keep going through that cycle if you don't enjoy the side hustle maybe that's a sign that this isn't the right one and you need to declutter and find something else so just be open to use it as a very organic learning experience and the other thing is you don't need to tell anyone if this is not something you want to do for the rest of your life have fun try different things something might well stick I hope today's podcast has been really super interesting for you. If you are someone who's thinking about having a side hustle or actually if you are someone who is balancing life right now, I am a huge supporter. I'm one just like you doing it in our household. I'm very thankful for Matt supporting our house and working on it with me and the journey it's going to take us, whatever that may be. But you know, think about your future. Think about ways to add extra security in your life, possibly by extra incomes but also embrace this journey that you could be on with extra incomes and your day job even if it's for a short period of time till things change yet again enjoy the journey please don't make it so that you have a second and third job as much as you can enjoy the freedom of expression in whichever way that you've found so I really hope today has helped somebody out there if it has we would love if you would give this a five-star review on the podcast overall drop a five-star review little note saying what you enjoy about this double act of Kempson and Kempson. And also, you may as well share it with other people. Oh, Come I on. like that. Right, Forward it to someone. <laughs> Throw it on Instagram. Do something. Let Do it someone on interweb. <laughs> exactly. And you know, if you have enjoyed today's, you find us by chance, why not hit that subscribe button? That Is means... it subscribe? Follow? I'm not sure. No, Depends subscribe. what app you're in. <laughs> but basically, every time that we upload a new podcast, you are going to get told about it. What could be better than that? I don't know. Like a cheese a sandwich. sandwich. Anyway, I knew you were going to say that. But yeah, thank you for listening today. If you'd like to obviously follow us and subscribe, that would be amazing. We'd love to have you as a listener following on from this. If you have joined us today brand new, we actually have 13 other episodes you can listen to. So go through the back catalogue. Honestly, number four is a cracker. I can't even remember what number four was. was. <laughs> I'm just going to say number one was a cracker at the start of lockdown. Uh, I preferred number seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's plenty of back cattle to listen to we'd love to have you listen to that as well and if you fancy finding us more content from us you can find me on youtube predominantly and instagram if you search for mama furfur you will find me there you'll also find our family channel on youtube the kempson house so thank you so much for listening and we will speak to you very soon <laughs>